Welcome, everybody, to Drunk with Buds, a show about trying new beers with some friends and having discussions you would normally have at a bar. As always, we get all of our beer information from the Untapped app. That's U-N-T-A-P-P-D. You can now follow the show on there at Drunk with Buds. It is the season five finale. Yeah. We have a great show for us today. We have three beers from Drecker, Tripping Animals, and Nightmare Brewing. Woo! We have a very special guest today, Joey Garcia, a vibrant local musician, no talent, who sings, plays, writes music. He's going to style us. He's going to school us. He's going to tell us if he's straight, if he's not straight. I don't know. What's going on? He, he set the parameters of this show. That's <laughs> weird for me. So we're going to get to know him in beer flights. Then we're going to move on to Pub Talk where we just talk music and what's currently going on with trends and shit we don't listen to on purpose. And finally, we're going to play Bruce Trivia. Honer's going to try to make his victory last week not be a fluke against our guests. Can he sweep the guest again? I don't know. We'll find out. Hit it. We are getting drunk with. I need a with buzz. We are getting drunk with. I'm so drunk with buzz. Drunk with buzz. Drunk with Buds, we are getting drunk with Buds. Welcome everybody to Drunk with Buds. Today I'm the host, I'm here with Bruce. Hey, what's up? And Joey Garcia. What's up? What's up, man? So, I just want to apologize for Bruce because it sounded like he said local no talent during the intro, but I'm just... I didn't. <laughs> no, that's what it sounded like, so we're just going to apologize straight up right now, dude, because we'll beat his ass later. I heard it, too. Yeah, see? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> damn. like, damn, I get invited to the podcast <laughs> You know, like local, said, no local talent. talent. Yeah. It's the local no talent. Well. You heard yeah, it too. See? I was like, I was like, all right. I mean, this is gonna be one of these podcasts. This beer is gonna go down a little different yeah. today. You know what? Maybe we need to get him drinking this next beer so he forgets all about yeah. what's going on here. Yeah. So the first beer is a scapism. 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 We're about to find out how the fuck to say that. Nightmare Brewing Company. We haven't had them in a while, but we love them. Usually, we have their sours, and those are magnificent. It's a stout, imperial, double, 17% ABV, not available IBU, 6,500 check-ins with 4.22 out of 5 average. Nightmare Brewing Company is a microbrewery from Bayshore, New York, United States. Style guide says, imperial stout brewed with milk, sugar, honey, aged on Tahitian, vanilla, and organic cacao. So, scaphism. Two boats are joined together, one on top of the other, with holes cut in them. In such a way that the victim's head, hands, and feet are only left outside. Within these boats, the man to be punished is placed lying on his back, and the boats then nailed together with bolts. Next, they pour a mixture of milk and honey into the wretched man's mouth, till he is filled to the point of nausea, smearing his face, feet, and arms with the same mixture, and so, and to leave him exposed to the sun. This is repeated every day, the effect being that flies, wasps, and bees attracted by the sweetness set on his face and all such parts of him as project project outside the boats and miserably torment and sting the wretched man. Moreover, his belly, distended as it is with milk and honey, throws off liquid excrements and these putrefying breed swarms of worms, intestinal, and of all sorts. Thus... The victim, lying in the boats, his flesh rotting away in his own filth and devoured by worms, dies a lingering and horrible death. Jones Zonoras, 12th century Byzantine chronicler. That's Byzantine. 
That's what he said. So it took <laughs> the first victim 17 days to expire, sustained by only milk and honey. 17% ABV brewed with milk, sugar, and honey, organic cacao nibs, and Tahitian vanilla give it the needed chocolate bitterness and depth. Flavors of rich, dark fruit, chocolate, babka, babka, plum, fig, and Bobka black cherry. Right. <laughs> Roasty, soft spice, and French vanilla aromatics. All right. After all that death talk, <laughs> let's let's get into this drink. <laughs> yeah. It looks like a broth of death. Seriously, I mean, it's real brothy, dark, almost beef brothy. Yeah. Blood with uh, blood and oil. pig's blood. Blood oh, and yeah. car oil here. Car oil and pig's blood. I thought you said Carl oil. <laughs> Carl I can't oil. understand this guy today. So uh, apparently you're supposed to have dark coffee, mouth coating, molasses, and earthy. Well, it smells great. Ooh, actually, it's pretty Salt. smooth for a, a strong beer. I don't really get the, the alcohol until the very end. I right? taste death. <laughs> That's what I taste. I don't know how you get anything smooth from that. Wow. It's smooth. I get the cacao at the end. Cacao. <laughs> you, you do that every time. Cacao. Tastes like a like a strong, really strong coffee almost to me. Like I, a, I get coffee notes. Yeah, like so a, it's a good beginner for the morning. Yeah, for real. I mean, I would have woke up and uh, you know drank yeah, this right away. Yeah, if I was out on the St. Lawrence. I was an alcoholic. If I was out on the St. Lawrence waterway right now. In the morning, first thing, this would be perfect. It's good breakfast beer. <laughs> yeah. F. There's one thing I noticed from this beer right away is uh, it burns my stomach. <laughs> yeah, it burns my throat. I don't know if that's like uh, you're, just you're dying me or right now. Yeah. For real, like I, I literally felt like it going from here all or I mean from you know my throat to my stomach in like I a feel, few seconds. So it's wow. mouth coating, settling yeah. down, esophagus coating, and yeah. stomach coating. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my everything. stomach lining is just like dissolved right now. It's about to be anus coating. <laughs> And they'll be both bow coating. <laughs> it's gonna be like worse than coffee, you know. Like a coffee, uh, people are you know always like crapping whenever they drink coffee. So I think this is worse. It's gonna yeah, be worse. I, I feel like this is back in the day in like medieval times when they're about to kill this guy, and all of a sudden they get out of the, out out of bed in the morning. They're caught, you know, and all of a sudden they're like, you know what, man? I feel like a good old coffee. They slice <laughs> the pig's throat open, put some of that blood in it, put some cacao cacao nibs in there. <laughs> And then maybe piss a little bit in it. And then they just drink it, and they're like, yes, put him in a boat I'm, and let I'm him ready float. to go rub honey on this man. <laughs> put him in a boat and let him float. That's insane. So uh, for our friend you know, Nate Binhan, this is not a boat beer, but it is a boat beer because you die by boat. Oh, yeah. Wow. I, I just can't. Like, I do taste the fruity, uh, uh, the fruitiness in it, but it's a... That is a strong beer. Yeah, I never... honestly think I would have been okay sharing it with someone. <laughs> right. Yeah. Fuck yep. me. And there's a whole extra one, so, you know. I really don't think it's a bad beer, though. Like, uh, Oh, it's for definitely not strong. I, I, don't, I mean, I don't mind it at all. I, I like it, kind of. So. It's strong, but it doesn't overpower you like some of those high ABVs. Like, you're like... Right, right. It's, this is like... I know what you're this saying. This is a yeah. drinkable ABV. It's no five times red. Right. I think I can only drink one of them, I think. You know, that's a... It's a limited... Yeah. Uh, Limited edition. <laughs> I agree. I mean, for me, it's, it's limited. That's usually the case with stouts, though, right? Like, usually it's a, you order a stout, that's the last you're going to have the stout right. of the day. Or you're not going to eat a meal. I mean, that is a oh, meal yeah. in itself, you know what I mean? So, it, I feel like it's just going to, uh, like, my 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 organs are just going to not even absorb it. <laughs> you know, it, you know it, it's weird. It's, it's, it's not gonna supposed coat to be them. in your body. It's going to coat them in, like... Your liver's like... Really? It's like a rhino lining. Come on, really? <laughs> Why? 
it's like if rhino lining never got hard, you know what I mean? <laughs> it is like, <laughs> so would you think if, I don't know if you're a mechanic, is this beer, the sea foam of mechanics, like you pour it into oh, the system I know and it's saying. just coating and cleaning everything. <laughs> right, after all exactly. It's sea foam guys. So yeah. I will say, since I'm drinking it topless, thanks to draft top, um, <laughs> that it's actually a little bit smoother in here than it was with whatever the hell I just drank out of that glass. Okay. It tastes a little smoother bit better. I, I'm actually starting to feel, I, I, Taste what you felt, Bruce. How you said it's like, oh, it's smooth, it's drinkable, because I was not feeling that mm-hmm. through the glass. Right, initially. But now I got the coldness of my can. I got the... The metallic. I, yeah. <laughs> hey, it's got to be... Beers. I mean, everything's better topless, you know what I mean? So Yeah, they're not wearing any shirts. <laughs> no, but literally, uh, for anybody that is the first time pod, or, you know, listening to this, uh, um, it is, he took the... Top right off the can and not his shirt. His shirt's still on. Believe it or I not, took, yeah, I took that. That'll be later on. on in the episode, I, I think. <laughs> I was like, when you said I'm going to drink this topless, I was like, all right. I mean, I guess that's what we're doing. You know, I started unbuttoning my top. Yeah, he's, but, yeah. <laughs> he's like, man, what's going on? And then all of a sudden, he gets dissed by being a no talent yeah. artist. And he's like, damn, <laughs> what the fuck? Dude, I know. Two I red like, flags. Two red I, flags. I really thought I was like, all right, this is gonna be like some kind of joke uh, uh, podcast. Uh, Ashley jokes Kutcher's, on me, right? Ashley, because you're about to come out. Yeah, you punk bitch. This ain't recording anything. <laughs> Your baby mama here too. <laughs> and the survey says, not the father. Maury, <laughs> Maury. <laughs> hey, you want to get to that first segment in there, Bruce? Sure. Pub talk. Pub Talk with Bruce and Honey. Woo! And Joey. All right, guys. So Joey said he doesn't listen to music, like mainstream music. And he only listens like to his own music. Yeah. So what kind of music do you like then, dude? What do you think that people should listen to more besides the ass shaking and earthquaking and wet pussies? <laughs> I like uh, just basically folky uh, kind of uh, new age folk or... Uh, uh, just great songwriting, you know, something that means something. Uh, you know, you're talking about the ass shaking and stuff. I mean, yeah, it means something to them. It means something. I think they're just trying to sell records. I mean, that's what sells. Sex sells, drugs sell. But I like something that uh, somebody, you feel pure. Like, I don't know. It, it just takes you somewhere, you know, and uh, besides uh, boats and hose type shit, you know. But uh, I don't know. That's just me. I, I'm old school. I, I I love when somebody, maybe even they they've been through some shit, and you hear it in their voice. You hear it in the writing. So like uh, and, uh, for the old fogies out there who might be listening, like the James Taylor types, like the ones. Who yeah, are, that they're, they're, you can hear that the experiences they went through and they're putting it like it's the music is a part of the feeling that they had at the time. And even though it's forty years later, he still feels that like. Anger and sadness on some of his songs and stuff like that. Right, like even well, even the Beatles and stuff. You know, music like that is is just always just you know if you listen to the lyrics, it's like wow, you know, this is like it, it just feels spe- more special than what some of the music today is. So like. I have okay. So you said Beatles, right? Yeah, he did. I did. I know. I don't like the. Beatles. I know, but I just I need to be looking at my mic to talk. So um, 
Didn't they have a song about an orgy? Didn't that come together? <laughs> no. I don't know. I mean, I think you I mean, that interpret- means something, I guess, right? Right. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. right. <laughs> It's, it's weird that's what they're talking right, about. Right, I know. That's what I heard. They want people to come together. Yeah, that's not, what they want. But I heard it was about them. Yeah. Together. I heard it was about an orgy. Uh, you're I think, uh, but Lucy and this guy I think he's spelling about LSD. He's spelling come wrong, that's why. <laughs> the British way. Yeah. <laughs> but no, like uh, Lucas Nelson even, uh, uh, Willie Nelson's son, he's got some great music right now and he's he's a great writer and he sounds kind of like Willie Nelson. I don't know if you guys check him out. That no, no. He's really good, though. I did Talented. this. Tyler Childers for a country. I mean, uh, Sturgill Simpson. I don't know if you know any of those guys. Not a country guy. Sorry, Mike. Well, that's the thing is these guys are changing the way country is. You know, uh, Sturgill so Simpson. So as long as it went from horrible to okay, it changed. <laughs> no, it, it, no, if you don't like country, uh, you definitely look into Sturgill Simpson because his – his writing is just so uh, uh, he's dynamic, like in every aspect of writing. Um, you listen to his album; it's you like. There's something for everybody on all his albums. You know, it's not just country. Um, he's got just you know. You're like, what? I, this is not country. It, it doesn't sound country, you know. But then all of a sudden, you see this old school country song. You know, you hear it from him. Um, it goes from one a rock to a, a country, and um, he's just. A great artists all around, you know. So, speaking of sons, did you notice that the, the Taylor Hawkins tribute concert was this weekend? It's We're, the Foo Fighters drummer who killed himself, right? So he, they brought his son out to play the drums for with the band. Wow! Yeah, and then Grohl was breaking down. He couldn't even like it was the, the concert was wrapped up with emotions and stuff like that. He's who's all crying. Uh, Taylor Hawkins' son, the, the drummer for Foo Fighters, because he killed himself. Oh, they had a, a okay, tri- yeah. Tribute. They had this, I, I want to say, 13 to 12-year-old coming out playing wow. playing where his dad would be playing during the concert. That would oh, be that's emotional. Yeah, that like, that's very emotional, you know. I mean, well, I had my daughter come up and sing uh, original songs with me, and like it was very emotional uh, for me. It, it's just hard to keep your composure, just your daughter's right next to you singing it. It just, it's, I don't know, it's, it overcomes, you know, when you're, you're uh, you know, playing up there. So Yeah, I, I can see that. And and I like to see that, uh, you know, even though it was, it was an unfortunate event, but you see the, the kid come up and play, you know, he's taking, the you know, he's following his dad's footsteps. And uh, I think it's very powerful, you know, that shows you how much of a family-oriented or how family-oriented he was. This kid was even, you know, playing drums. He's probably teaching them, you know, uh, behind closed doors, you know, in a family setting. And it's, you know, because we look at singers, we look at rock stars, and we only see this crazy, you know, drinking. And I'm not, you know, I'm not sure. I'm not like a big uh, Foo Fighters fan. I do like Foo Fighters, but I didn't follow them as much as a lot of people did. But it's always good to see behind the scenes of rock stars, how they are with their family, you know, because oh, yeah. you always think, oh, they must not, you know, give a crap about their kids because they're always on the road. And, you know, there's some people might not. Oh, but, yeah. You know, they're people actually, like that. The food are usually really good about their fans and being, like, out there about stuff because they hate did that drum off of that 12-year-old girl and lost, you know, and, <laughs> and brought her out on the, a couple times on the – like on the tour and had her do the drumming and stuff like that. And 
the Italy like four years ago had got 500 people. So that's a hundred people playing each instrument that the band plays to try to get them to convince the Foo Fighters to go to their town to play. Right. So they had a hundred drummers, a hundred singers, a hundred guitarists, a hundred keyboardists and stuff like that, all playing, learning to fly and they yep. filmed it and stuff. And, and he, they went the next year. They, they added it to the tour. So they're really cool about that kind of stuff. Yep. But yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, like as far as songwriting goes and, um, you know, artists, I just try to, I've, I grew up just listening to every kind of genre, you know. Um, my mom was listening to Cat Stevens. My aunt was listening to Led Zeppelin. Um, Mexican music, you know, we're listening to different bandas and grupos in Mexican music. So I say grupos like I'm white, but I usually say grupos. But, uh, it's okay. Um, I'm looking at you. I speak, more Spanish, than than I speak more Spanish than he does. No, no, you, no you don't gringo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he rolled the R. He rolled the R. I tried. <laughs> no, I do speak uh, uh, fluent Spanish. I mean, I, I'm sure my my friends, my Mexican friends are like, eh, you know, you're, you say you, you're, you you're white fluent. fluent, right? Yeah, I do speak. Uh, uh, I think I speak pretty well uh, in Spanish. But uh, growing up, you know, my mom and grandma would always just speak Spanglish. So, but yeah, I mean, uh, I get my writing from some of these old school uh, uh, um, songwriters and artists, and just different different genres, different vibes. You know, I mean, even rap. I mean, I love rap. I know Tony and uh, these guys always were into rap uh, and even freestyling is, and that's freestyling is fucking tough you know and it is I, <laughs> as you can tell sometimes dude I love you guys freestyles <laughs> they're just funny I mean, don't say you guys <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. I mean yeah. I chip in occasionally yeah, but Bruce it's never usually right 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 Bruce just talks over the beat you talk <laughs> over the beat or I add like little sound effects to the background that's about it yep but uh, I don't know. I mean, uh, I think there's just so many. Uh, there's so many, so much different music now. And the thing I was talking about with my uh, drummer Corey is, it's sad because before you used to have to listen to the whole album, and now you don't. And he's like, man, I miss listening to the whole album, even the shitty songs or whatever. Now you're like, skip or you know, you you only get to choose what songs you listen to. Back in the day, you listen to the whole album, and then you might learn to like one of the, you know, you really learn to appreciate different music or different songs. Well, the ones that are less uh, commercial, you you find there's value value in it, even though it's not being played all the time. Like, yeah, I mean, I, I don't like bringing. I like Dave Matthews a lot, and people love a lot of his songs. But my favorite song, they they rarely. I mean. You never hear it on the radio, you know. It, right. It's rarely played and stuff like. But it's my one of my favorite songs right and and when you do get to hear it occasionally like oh you know and then i this is probably sacrilege but the bob dylan song uh uh all along the watchtower yeah which jimmy hendrix covered and everyone knows that version right dave matthews crush it i i think he crushes that as a cover yeah and i people usually hate on me for it like oh he's not better than jimmy he's the one who did it. i'm like oh, i'm hard to tell you but bob dylan why need bob dylan did it before he did right <laughs> but it's a singer songwriter song is what it is it's, yeah. a, it's a story and it's supposed to elicit uh, an emotional response because uh from the, the lyrics and the songs because it kind of is out there if you think about it you know like there's a joker and in, in different thief. <laughs> thief and there's like different like aspects of like fantasy realm to it but it's 
really talking about at the time in the 60s something actually happening you know with the, the wars and stuff like that like it's so it's got a, a hidden message in there but then Dave Matthews is like well I can't convey that meaning anymore it doesn't mean to the same audience so they just play the fuck out of it it's like jazz it's you got guys coming in playing guitars they, at the time he was touring when they recorded that when they, he had a uh, electric violinist with him so he's looking ripping into it and shit like that it's just it's just hands down awesome did you hear about their violinist though no. it's off subject man it's pub talk it's all it's subject. a uh, <laughs> it's a uh, it's really weird <laughs> he got fired because he had some weird fetish like he was like basically like this weirdest the weirdest guy ever like he had to have pants lined up every morning, like a hundred pants, and somebody would have to like choose his wardrobe. And I, I see that. I don't. I'm not put off by that because he's no. a rock guitar that, guitarist. That's true. I mean, not guitarist, uh, violinist. But so he like, had some kind of. Uh, uh, I'm talking like uh, OCD. Like no fetishes, like sexual fetishes that were like gross, like to where they had to fire him, where it was creepy, gross. I think. So and, uh, on maybe, the edge of like maybe he had them on the edge illegal, of pedophilia. Illegal. Yeah. Maybe he had them wear the. Pants I think so. First. I don't. Uh, I'm only talking from. Uh, uh, this is these, all third, fourth, fifth hand knowledge. Yeah, <laughs> because uh, he wasn't there going. No, there's, oh. no. I'm saying because I, I have Dave Matthews' uh, uh, friends, like the the crazy you're, you're fans. friends of Dave Matthews. Dave <laughs> and Matthews crazy fans. You know they know everything. You know. Uh, and they were telling me about. I was like, "Where? What happened to the violinists?" They're like, they just shook their heads and were just like, you know, there was some really ways. crazy shit going. We got a part on. ways. Yeah, <laughs> they had to part ways because it was it got that insane to where it was almost like Ill, uh, illegalities. It was just like you know, disgustingly perverted. He was just some famous dude who's just you know have done, has done everything perverted and just got even more perverted and gross. So. Um, and he was talented as hell. I mean, well, the uh, fame and access gave him more reach to be able to do more of his perverted. Stuff. Right, right. You're right. Yep. And uh, I think that's what fucks a lot of people up. And it's sad, you know, to see a lot of artists go that way. But it does. I mean, it it, it happens to the you know you you think your heroes are you know uh, normal people, but sometimes they're not. They're I mean, just the that same fame, as us. They still have their fallacies and stuff too. They do, but I think that their fame and money. Uh, uh, make some where you can't you're not even relatable to them after a while like their money and fame has just fucked them up so bad that they can't even you can't even relate to them anymore I mean and they think they're above not everybody but a lot of them think they're above everybody and above the law and everything so um, but yeah I mean I, I don't know exactly what happened but the, some of my friends have said that there's some bad shit <laughs> that fucked fact checker coming in here well, I don't want to get too graphic on it, but... Even oh, you did find... Right like, not, all right, we got... Uh, yeah, according to the suit, this is from RollingStone.com. According to the suit, following the November 2015 incident, Tinsley texted that he had messed up, was confused on pills, and that it would never happen again. The suit includes a series of sexually charged texts allegedly sent by Tinsley to Frost Wynn in 2016, where Tinsley allegedly discusses masturbating to photos and requests for specific shots to be taken for sexual purposes... Frost Wynn left the band in August 2016. Stay with us. We'll be right back. You still loading them and heating them up with all your single shit you've been dropping. You feel me? Loading them up on. It, it only takes structure. And, and, you know, just paying attention to the climate of the game. 
Yeah. Nah, I mean. So do do your homies uh got a role in your in your little? You mean? Yeah, yeah. We all we all artists over here, man. I'm trying. Oh, yeah. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying to get them on there. Yeah. You feel me? We gonna have this like, bro. Me and my man, like me and my man Kyle, we be like, I don't know. We play, we play with this <laughs> shit right now. I gotta lie, we play with this shit right now for for. Oh, I gotta lie. Don't, don't play with it. Nah. Take that shit serious. Something weird with photos. Right. They didn't give all the details yet, right? They just said it was weird. That's very. That is literally all it is. That's leaving it like. Totally for your mind to go. Right, like, right, right. What could be weird on photos? <laughs> but I think if you dug into it, I think you find a little bit more. But uh, yeah, we don't need to dig. I mean, yeah, yeah. We won't. But I'm just, hey, I'm glad you brought or you brought that up. That way, I'm not totally like, oh, whatever. You know, you know, I heard this or that. Yeah. Well, so local, he was, no so talent. So he is probably just very. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think he's probably just very. Uh, what's it called? Uh, graphic about what he was saying to the person, and then asking for nude photos, or maybe sending them. You know. Because they said something about photos and and that's only one. Like uh, that's uh, that's the thing about yeah. These, they had uh, multiple. Right, there is. So that's there the only is, one so. that I could find. Right, right. <laughs> but um, no, I mean, but hey, you know what? Uh, I don't know exactly. You know, it's not. I don't know exactly what happened. Uh, I'd have to actually. We'd all have to research it. But that's not for another. That's for another show. <laughs> we got the whole show on that. <laughs> Just like us researching, uh, researching uh, <laughs> questionable, like... <laughs> questionable, questionable things that people have done. Right. right. Well, I was gonna say. So, well, for the final name, talk, the, the name of the podcast would be Quest for the Questionable. <laughs> <laughs> for the final topic, I'm gonna say. So, you said you don't listen to modern music. Have you you've seen their music videos though coming out right in the post that people take all the time it's always like demonic or like bloody or like yeah. succubus stuff you know like obviously illuminati Dem- demi lovato yeah. yeah how they're turning her into some oh how she went crazy. from they them to she he or she her again yeah i feel like uh they're they i don't just know went back like nothing it's 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 uh, uh i don't know i i think that if you raise yeah, people are scared that's going to do this or that to their kids. But I think if you if you are very family oriented and you raise your kids close enough to you and uh, with the right kind of values that uh, you know, and the right kind of values, I mean, just not being an asshole and uh, you know, loving everybody for who they are, you know. And uh, I think that you're not gonna they're not gonna fall into stuff stuff like that, you know. It's it's rare, you know. But if you, if you are distant from your, your kids and don't show them respect or have them, you know, what respect is and, and certain things, and they might fall into uh, things like that, you know. I got to stop some people. People say it all the time, you know, music and stuff. Oh, that's, that's bad for the kids to listen to and stuff like that. You know, they're introducing them to things like that. I'm sorry, folks. It's, it's not because I'll tell you right now, I'm so, so many people say it online. So many people say it in interviews and people in real life and stuff like that. When I was growing up, I didn't know I'm going to bag it up. It had anything to do with sex. I had no idea what that line was. I just like the, the timbre of the song, the beats, what they were singing as a, ki- a young kid. It, right. you, you, you didn't know it went way over your head. Yeah, and, but... and the intended audience was your 20-year-olds and 30 They knew what that meant. They were using those lingos and stuff like that. Yeah. That's so, where the fatherly shit or, or you know, parenting comes in, though. Because what if uh, a parent raised the kid to know what bag it up meant? You know what I mean? They know what bag it up means because their parents talk like that or their parents. Uh, yeah. So it, become, it, 
it has to come from the family. You have to have a good family uh, upbringing to not know you're oblivious to it. But some kids aren't oblivious to that. Some three-year-olds, four-year-olds already know what bag it up means. But I'm saying, like, dude, songs nowadays, though, you know, like, you can look up any song like you said now. You can listen to the explicit version at all. Like, my niece knows that there's an explicit version of a song that was, uh, what is it? Um, Is it that go F yourself, the one that girl sings? That kind of sings it. She's like, good for you. Or, or, you know, there's a song that, oh, wait, God damn it. They're not using language anymore. I forget what the song is. Damn it. I had it. And then now I can't really, I can't say it. But it's. Artists for the most part are not. Oh, A, B, C, D, F, U. Like, you know, but hers is A, B, C, D, blah, 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 whatever. But she goes, I know there's an explicit version. It's like the fact that kids can just go look up on there now. And also like W, A, P. Right. You yeah, go on there, gonna get to, you're going to No one's that. hiding anything. Yeah, anymore. not anymore. Not but at all. That's the thing, though. And like, the music videos, either. They're in thongs just humping the ground and shit. Like, even the edited version. Right. You know? That's the thing, is if, if uh, I guess you can, you could be there for, as a parent, and or be absent, and uh, even in being there as a parent nowadays is hard, because your kid can maybe look something up by accident now. And it's just if, their their whole they life. Have I mean, their whole like uh, their whole innocence is gone by one misinterpret one misspelled word to look up on Google. Or, or if YouTube. they have Snapchat, you just want to make sure you're there to answer their questions and be honest about it. Because if you're going to try to hide it or like say you can't listen or watch it, they're right. they're going to find the ways to do it right. and they're going to take the bad meaning from it or yeah. like a worse meaning. Like that's true too. I'm rebelling against this because you know. Right. So just. They have questions. Just make sure you're honest about it yep. and, and explain to them. Like, I don't personally like the language or what they're performing, but hey, I do like the beat just like you do or anything like yep. that. And just, you know, just be honest. And but, also, I think it's because how we, what you said, it's like one click away from whatever. You go, like, my niece and nephew have a Snapchat for some fucking reason. And you go to the right and you just see all these influencers and random videos with like girls in bikinis sometimes like yeah. an article Afternoon. trying to promote it trying to get like a screen like somebody to click the thing and it's like dude i can even put like no i don't want to see this because i'm on snapchat i'm just looking over at my friend's stories i didn't really i don't really care what's going on down here but even though when you do that it comes back i only think i would worry about with children with snapchat is snap location Oh that, yeah, that's dude. another thing I would be more. Instagram about. started doing it too now. Yeah, so like you can find where people are at the time, and it can give you an estimate of exactly how long it would take to get there now. Right. So I just think that there's uh too because there's too many adults that are nasty that uh, uh are able to connect with kids on Snapchat now. Roblox you know what I mean? Too. So it's just uh, that's another thing is like even if you're a good parent and you believe, hey, you know what, the Snapchat's not that bad, you know. Uh, uh, your kid, you got them on this. Uh, uh, maybe you feel like it's more secure because you are watching what they're doing. But they, like he said, like uh, uh, Phil said, uh, there's not. Um, can I call you Phil or Phil? It's Honer, dog. Honer? Okay. All right. Sorry. See, edit. he called me. Uh, uh, edit the fuck out of that. Right. Well, you know, we need, <laughs> if we're gonna edit me not being a good, uh, you know, not having any talent. Then uh, we'll... I did. I'm not <laughs> editing that because I didn't say no talent. <laughs> The only thing I time I ever said it was that the headline's gonna be no talent. Joey Gar- Garcia is calling out the the fiddleist of um, Dave Matthews. Dave Matthews. Um, but yeah, so uh, I just feel like 
even if you're a good parent, it's hard to keep an eye on your oh, kids absolutely. that much nowadays, if they have technology you know, in their hands. It's crazy nowadays. Yeah, I mean, there's just so many ways that pedophiles and creepy dudes can get behind, get around things. Yeah. You know, they can pose as a younger kid. They can even if they don't pose as a younger kid, they still pursue them yeah. no matter what. Like yeah. just. Back in my day, man, I had to T9 my way through Google on my flip phone to get to look at some uh, pictures. And then also Coke Music is what I used to do, like online cyber. Right. And you were already doing that <laughs> yeah, back was, then. Yeah, That's yeah, so that was crazy. like elementary. Now it's easy. Like, it's so easy. You don't have yeah. to do any of that. Yeah. Now, yeah. Um, it is what it is. You well, know. speaking of cops, do you uh, sweat during it? What? Step brothers. <laughs> I'm watching cops. Why are you sweating? Oh, my God. Oh, I know. Uh, I thought you had the perfect segue. I was like, speaking of cold, how cold was your brew? Oh, He looked at you. You Uh, looked at him like... I I thought it was the perfect segue. You should have said, speaking of cold, dead body. Speaking of cold, dead body, what do you think about this beer of a guy dying in a boat with milk and honey? Bro, I probably got like a third left, and I'm still kind of... I'm like, I'm starting to sweat. I'm, I'm getting a buzz off of it already. Well, you should, right? For real. <laughs> the wasp that's eating out of your face right now? <laughs> and I am feeling the honey notes in it now. I mean, uh, there's things that I, like, started tasting as after a while. Going, yeah. yeah. And uh, as you get... Uh, actually, as it got warmer, I started tasting it a little better. Like, for me, it did. I mean, yeah. I know he liked it uh, when it got colder in his... Uh, in my can, is can. But I don't know. When it got warmer, it actually tastes better. Uh, yeah, I me. taste all the notes that they're saying. I, I don't get the molasses, I guess. Okay. Um, The coffee is a little bit of coffee, but I don't think there's coffee in it. I just think it's... It, it, Stouts it's are like always going to taste like that. It's like a memory of it's coffee. It's the cacao nibs. The co- cacao nibs. It's smooth. Cacao. It's It's so <laughs> high in ABV, but I don't really taste... It doesn't taste high alcohol to me. It's smooth. It's nice. Um, I'm not a huge stout guy, but I'll drink this. I'll, I'll have it once, you know. It, I'm not a huge stout guy it. either. Winter, fall, this is a great beer. I, if you want to get fucked up real quick, <laughs> have one of these. I'm gonna, get, I'm gonna give it a four. I, I think I thoroughly Pretty enjoy high for this. A stout, yeah, I I'll, thoroughly enjoy. I buy a one pack. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's all you need. You buy a four pack. Hey. There's one for October, one for November, one for December, hey. one for. January. Hey, if they were smart, dude. Which you guys, I'm not saying you guys aren't, but uh, <laughs> I think if you did a 19 ounce of this, would be perfect. A, an English stout. Yeah. Because then it'll be a little, bit, it'll be a little bit taller, but it's one. It'll be like Skilo. Wish I was a little bit like. Uh, I think Hubbard's Cave sells them their stouts in two yeah. packs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Two packs. Two packs. He's an old soul. We're just talking about artists. He's an old soul over here. All right, old soul. You did some describing. Finish your description of what you think the beer is and then rate it from zero to to five by course. Oh, zero to five. Okay. Um, If it's shitty and you want to puke, you never want to ever have it again, that would be a zero. If it's something you can drink every day, it's fabulous. It's perfect the way they think that a stout should taste like in this case. Give it a five or somewhere in between. What do you think? Um, this is a type of beer I'd kiss on the first date. You know what I mean? It's a, that's would that you one. lay with it? Yeah, I would lay with it on the first date. <laughs> one night stand, baby. One night. Oh, yeah. Because hey, right. you only want one, right? Right, right. <laughs> all right. One night stand type beer? I think so. No, it's a... Uh, uh, at first, I was intimidated by it. Like, as soon as he showed me the can, I mean, I was like, all right, these guys are trying to poison me. <laughs> you know, say I'm no talent. You know, uh it was like, you know, I see a coffin on the can, too, whatever that is. is that it's a, a double boat. It's the double boat. Oh, no, Remember no. they put two boats together? Yeah. That's him in the boat. Yeah, but it's them saying recycle, but it's their version. <laughs> of it. <That's laughs> recycle. Cool. 
Um, but no, it's it a, a, a oh yeah, it's real. It's kind of a, almost has a, a the consistency is just it's thick. You know what I mean? Like a stout. Okay. Yeah, um, like a bad bitch. Thick. <laughs> so yeah, I like it though. It's got some uh, sweet, uh, a little bit of sweet, but not too sweet. I don't like sweet uh, um, beer or anything, you know, or wines or nothing like that. So it's not too sweet. It's kind of a, a like I said, coffee ish. But um, I think I would give it a three instead of a, a four. Um, like you, you gave it a four, but I would give it probably about a three and a half or something. So. Yeah. Is it a three and a half or a three? That's you're, three and a half. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to give it a three. So I will say it's consistent in the way that it tastes the same throughout the whole way, until except for when I had it in the glass. But after that, I do taste what Bruce tastes. Um, it is a little too chocolatey for me. Obviously, I'm not a stout dude. Well, you're, stout's like using dark chocolate, and he's not a big yeah, dark chocolate Yeah, I don't like dark chocolate. So like this one is good, but like you said, I would probably only have it for a night and forget about it. It is a Hershey's. Yeah. <laughs> dark chocolate. Yeah. It is a dark chocolate. And I don't taste the honey at all. So I literally am just drinking it. I'm just getting dark chocolate notes and all that. It's kind of harsh. But if anything, I would have this if I was on death sentence, death row. I would have this as my final drink because then I would know that I'm about to die. It is like a, it is like a, a first date with a good girl, you know, no head. So Hey. <laughs> all teeth. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's hit it with the first sponsor, want to? Looking for a cool craft beer bar? Hop Station Craft Bar has over 30 rotating taps and hundreds of bottles and cans to enjoy. They also do can purchases for carryout. Not a fan of beer? Well, you're in luck because they have a unique cocktail menu as well. So come enjoy the arcade games, dart boards, and the pool table. Oh, did we forget to mention the food? Whether you want street tacos or delicious pizza, you can't go wrong. With the outdoor patio, it won't be hard for you to find the perfect spot to relax. So head down to Hop Station, the number one craft beer bar in Indiana. You'll find them on 318 Union Street, Mishawaka, Indiana. Yeah. Uh. Drop that beat, bitch. Anytime. Yeah, I be chillin' with them boys and I hangin' out in the cemetery Playin' with some toys, making lots of noise Guttin' up them toys, making every single thing that I see Just shake like an earthquake I'm robbing everybody that I see in the cemetery Gonna take them up, gonna rob them what they got Oh, they just got some skin And I'm rubbing all the honey and the milk on them And I'm gonna take it home And I'm gonna throw it away Gonna burn it every day Cause I'm a freaking psycho I'm on death sentence, death row, man Hit it, maestro Switch, no copyright beats, free dark type beat, death sentence, produced by Kairos on No Copyright Beans. Welcome back, everybody. We took two shots, and now we're two sheets to the wind. Whoop, whoop. And Bruce has the next beer. Marzen, Trippin' Animals Brewing Company. It's a Marzen, which is a fancy way of saying Oktoberfest. 4.5% ABV with no listed IBUs. There has been 115 check-ins for 380 uh, Trippin' Animals Brewery is a microbrew out of Doral, or Doral, Florida. The style guy says, German Marzen. 
Thanks, guys. Very descriptive. It should taste malty, biscuity, caramelly, 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 clean and smooth. We've had one check-in from a friend who gave it a 3.75. Kane Moyer. All right, guys. What do you guys feel? What do you guys taste? What do you like? It smells like a lagerish beer. Real subtle to me. I mean, like, it's not, yeah, it's like a. It's almost watery. My first taste. Almost. <laughs> you're right. Almost. I swear. It's close to water. I would have never even thought that, but yeah, you're right. It's got a, it's got a little bit of malt, but not heavy. So it's not like your most of your Oktoberfests are very. Some of them are can be really malty and super sweet. Just All right. Slight. This is subtle. This tastes like. Yeah, it does. You're right. It's a little watery. I think. I think they were trying. I'm hoping they were trying to do it in such a way that you can crush these, like. It's got a little bit of taste. You can drink it down. Let's go to the next one. So like your a la Bud Lights, your Coors Lights. So the but, first beer we should have had. But like an Oktoberfest. I think this is more like, uh, I think it's like, tastes like Flint water. I'm, I'm I, well, that might kill you. <laughs> this is just making you feel better. I think it might be Mississippi water by now. <laughs> you guys hear about Mississippi? No, no I do not. They are, they are not able to even shower with their eyes open or mouths closed. Because the really? water is so bad over there right now. Wow. That's so the third world country. Just water. to back it up a little bit, they're not able to shower with their eyes closed, which means they're not I mean, allowed their, to. I mean, they have the eyes I mean, open, their, or their, their mouths closed, which means they would have to have it open. No, just their mouth closed. They have to have their mouth closed so they don't drink the water. Man, I don't. I I, I don't enjoy the smell. Like the smell of it does not smell that great. It kind of tastes like you know when you are dehydrated and you pee. <laughs> That's what it tastes like. That smell. And so it, oh okay. I'm glad you clarified because I'm like, oh, when you pee, so you just take it out and drink the dehydrated pee. <laughs> it's you got that coloring. You don't know what I do in my bedroom. The brown blood. It almost tastes a little flat to me, to be honest. Like, it really does. There's not enough fizz in it for me. Yeah, it's it just seems to be lacking. Oh, it's actually recently can too. It seems like it's... Usually our beers are not. You we, taste it. Uh, we we yeah, got this flat, from uh, Citywide, another local, local beer. We can get this from Citywide. Maybe it's not horrible. First, first, first thoughts. Not the maybe word. pass it. <laughs> if you see pass it, pass on by. Yeah, don't grab it. Don't don't grab it. It's not horrible. I, I mean, just feel like it's like a, it's the Bud Light flashing. version of a Oktoberfest. It's just yeah. It's it's you're right. About it's that. I think it might be like too a, light. Not enough taste. I think it might watery, be watery, like you said. Yeah, I think it might be one of those what Labatt Blue type beers. Mixed actually, Labatt Blue, uh, uh, it actually actually has a better taste than uh, this. So he's got some talent. He's got some talent. I'm, I'm oh, wrong. you're a Labatt Blue guy. Well, he calls him blue, it's because, blue it's a because the Canadians call it blue. Right. Beer flames. Who? What? When? Where? Why? And, and how? how yeah so beer flight this is where we uh strap you down we've got him tied up right now he cannot move he has to answer the truth he's been there's three boats. he said it earlier yep. truth serum there's three boats connected to him right now three boats duct tape he's duct taped through it he's got milk and honey in his system he looks like a transformer but a boat and uh so now i'm gonna Trans- ask him the first <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna ask him the first question who are you my name is joey garcia I am, uh, I would like to say Mexican-American. Some people say uh, Chicano. 
born in Plymouth, Indiana. Mom was born in Texas, Brownsville. Dad was born in Mexico. Oh, um, he doesn't get a town? Yeah, he doesn't get a town. Yeah. Well, hey, he what, was born in all of Mexico. He, he hey, well, when you leave for milk and never come back, you know. That's I right. Mean, he never came back. No, he, he left for a... <laughs> He left for what's it called the the cinnamon milk. Oh, horchata, uh, horchata. <laughs> he left yeah, to get horchata. He never came back. Yeah, he's like, he's like, hey, he's like, I'll be right back, guys. You know? I'll, did he promise like, you anything? I was like, oh, I'll bring you back a yaritos. Yeah. <laughs> oh, did you just call it that? Yaritos. It's haritos. Oh, and you were talking about how you did it with a Y. Is, I said it's. I speak it more fluently than him. That doesn't mean it's good. Not yaritos. <laughs> I knew it was Jaritos, bro. No, you didn't. <laughs> he didn't. He, he, he does a hard J. Right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> At least I know, dude, like, it, it's, it's either H or just drop it together. Right. Drop it all together. But no, I mean, uh, yeah, my dad was, uh, actually, uh, I've been talking to him recently. Not talking to him, but I've been kind of, uh, like, a, la- a year Correspondence? ago. Correspondence? No, I, a year ago, I tried looking for him on uh, Facebook, and I found him. And I talked to one of his uh, um, step kids, right? Yeah. So I, hey, these beers or, are or yeah. half brothers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so his step kids, and they, and uh, they were like, "Hey, yeah, this is that's your dad." And, um, Did you go, motherfucker? Where's my harito? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where's my harito? He just no. said how I said it. Fuck you. Harito. Yep. Harito. That's, that's how you say it. Yep. That's what I said. You yep. only copied what he said because I'm amazing. <laughs> But no, he sings and he plays music too. And uh, I mean, he looks like he's in good health. And they're actually, dude, Honer's mom actually connected. This is so weird because she works for the courthouse. And uh, uh, Honer's mom connected me to a uh, number and everything. So thanks to her, I, I started reaching out to uh, him. Should we cut that? Because that might be illegal. <laughs> no, I don't think so. No, I don't think so. It's not illegal. He was. <laughs> sometimes, you, sometimes you need to have a court order to look up people's information no I mean he said uh, hey he messaged her actually and okay. was like hey because uh, the way um, you phrased it it was like right, she, she right. was for the courthouse that or she something went, like that no, she yeah, she went, <laughs> no it was not like that at all you know it was like him basically saying hey I, I want to get a hold of my my, my, you know, my, my uh, you know, I'm a sperm donor. <laughs> no, that's what he said. No, yeah, he's like, I'm, yeah, it's been, personal yeah. touch sperm donor. I, I put it in. You can't she, she rolled the R's on sperm, sperm, sperm. Like, how do you say sperm is made? I don't know. I mean, I guess meckles or something weird. Yeah, it's yeah, weird. I don't know. I'm not gonna say that it is that, but I think I've heard that. Speckles, meckles. I. Actually, it's a it's like one of those you know you know like urban dictionary okay okay it's esperma <laughs> look I, up meckles oh uh, yeah word. that's the slang mecco yeah all right see all right here we go but uh yeah so um my dad born in mexico um uh, recently also i wanted to become uh i had talked to a buddy of mine to become a, a dual citizen from mexico Especially since all this, everything's going down. I'm like, you know what? I want to make, I want to like have land down there. I want to have land up here, you know? So I don't so know. So are you going to plan on having a plot of land on one side of the border and the other and then be a funnel? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. I'm going to funnel drugs. Under the wall. 
Drugs? <laughs> oh, I meant okay. insulin. Insulin. Co- I meant insulin. Oh. Sorry, sorry. Well, it's probably cheaper down there than it is here. So <laughs> it is. You'll be doing a service. So, uh, uh, yeah, I'm, that's why I was doing it, you know, for the serv- you know, for the good <laughs> of people. No, but, uh, you know, so I do want to, I wanted to become a dual citizen. My, my friend's like, hey, as long as you have your dad's uh, birth certificate from Mexico, you can become a dual citizen since he was born in Mexico. I just found that out. He's yeah. like, I know, he each, giving me the ends of it. country has its own rules. But right. Yeah. So I was like, wow, that'd be awesome to buy a plot of land in Mexico and, you know, build on that there too, you know, as well. So I'm thinking about doing that, you know. Um, Making a pueblo. Yeah, for real. <laughs> so uh, uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm from Plymouth, you know, born and raised. And it's just, I think owners from Plymouth, born and raised. No, I don't think so. Uh-uh. I cut that. Edit that as well. Phil is, but Honer is not. No, right, right. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, Honer was born in South Bend. Right, right, right. <laughs> but yeah, no. It's alter ego. Yeah, my hometown. Did great. you, did you tell him that? Phil Honer died recently in South Bank. Got shot to death. Oh yeah, there is a guy that actually got killed. His name was Phil Honer the third. No way. Oh wow. <laughs> I sent him the article. I was like, dude, watch out. They came for the wrong one. Wow. <laughs> yeah. How how fucking weird that that guy's that name is, is in odd. the same town as me. Phil Honer too. Like, <laughs> yeah. Who the fuck's name is that? Yeah, what the fuck is that? Wow. That's so fucked up, dude. Twilight Zone. We're in a simulation. That's all it is. <laughs> That's insane. They just reused the names. Yeah, how did I? How did I? My alter ego. How did that become an actual person's last name with my name? <laughs> so yeah, my grandpa's name is Pablo. Uh, my, my grandma's name is Maria Olivia Briones, and uh, uh, they met in Texas, like in the fields, like working in the fields, and uh, yeah, I mean. That's where I derived from Brownsville, that's what, Texas area. That's what the is that what your band's named after your grandpa? Yeah, and that's uh, he, a picture of him, right? He yeah, that's a picture of him. People mistake it for a picture of me, but uh, yeah, he died in '99. What's the name of the band? Pablo's Great Revenge. And he died in '99. It's a funny story because he wasn't supposed to be working. He had been, you know, he, which isn't real old but he was in his 60s and he had just uh the doctor said hey you know what you're not supposed to be working you shouldn't be working at all and him and my grandma had a weird relationship and uh she didn't know he was working at martin's supermarket even though he wasn't supposed to be working yeah she literally basically based uh, followed him to work one day and found out that's how she found out he was working at martin's supermarket <laughs> like he left in, and was in just Plymouth? like yeah. <laughs> there's only one Martin's. I know, but you know what I mean? The, at that time, there's one of the few grocery stores in Martin's. Right. In, so, like, so she, she didn't know what she was doing. She'd see him leaving every day or every other day, you know, just So she didn't just driving go away. grocery shopping one day and it's like, uh, he's just maybe, bagging maybe the groceries. He was, maybe he was grocery shopping and always did it, so then he covered <laughs> it up. Get that discount. So she wouldn't know. I think that what, what happened, I don't think it was like, you know, months into him working. I mean, it's been a while, but... uh she just drove over and saw him. That was he that was his great there. revenge? Because yeah. <laughs> he wanted to get the work. Right, right, right. But uh, no, he uh, he actually died at Martin's supermarket, and uh, and somebody was. Uh, they told my grandma. They said he was in the middle of telling me uh, like a funny story, and he just literally like grabbed his heart and fell on the fucking ground and oh, died. Sucks, yeah, it sucks, but. Uh, he loved. He died working. I mean, he he didn't. Even the doctor said, "Hey, don't work." 
he's like, dude, I'm not gonna fucking sit around the house, you know. I'm gonna fucking go work, you know. And even if it was sweeping at Martin's or whatever, he right supposed to be retired or you know, but he was working, you know. I mean, so, um, but yeah, I mean, I was working at Mancino's like with my cousin Nate, who is now deceased. Uh, but yeah, I was we were working at Mancino's. They came there. They were like, hey, something's wrong with your grandpa, and we were driving. So I actually saw the ambulance going to the hospital and that was it, man. And it kind of changed like the whole, our whole, it changed our whole life because it was, uh, I think he died on Christmas Eve. Yeah, he did. And that's when we celebrated Christmas at my grandma's every year. We were a really tight knit family. Yeah. Um, so I think after that, like our family just, uh, it, be, it didn't, you know, the Titan, it was gone. Like, yeah. everything, like, uh, everything the glue. Was broke he, up. He was the glue. Yeah, it was. Him and my grandma were the glue. Like, my grandma was actually the glue. But after he died, it's just, dude, everything, you know, family just didn't do anything anymore that was family-oriented as much, you know. Bro, that's so crazy because that's exactly how it was for me, too. Oh, really? My grandma and grandpa were the ones. We would always go to their place and have cookouts and everything and then celebrate every holiday, you know, at the Legion and do stuff like that. And then all of a sudden they passed away and we kind of, like, Broke apart from yeah, that. You still see each other all the time, you know, like me and the boys, the, my boy cousins and whatever. We hang out all the time. But besides that, you know, it's really hard to get the family together. It's tough, man. And then you don't realize it till like you're old. You're like, holy shit, you know, fucking 10, 20 years later. You're like, wow, this is fucking insane, dude. You know, you don't realize how much family means to you until you're old as fuck. And just, I don't know, man. I mean... It's tough, man, and and my grandpa meant a lot to me. He played music, he played accordion, he wrote, he tried, you know, he wrote his songs, and I would go into his room and listen to him play, and he never got to see us, um, he never got to see me develop as a musician, he never got to see me play as a musician at all, and uh, I think that Pablo's Great Revenge is like a, a revenge on the music scene. My cousin Nate actually came up with the, with the uh, name, I was like, man, I don't know about that name. And then I was like, you know what? That actually sounds pretty good, man. And before he passed away, we named it Pablo's Great Revenge. And that's what it's been ever since. And I feel like it's funny because people are like, hey, Pablo, Pablo. They call me Pablo all the time. I'm like, not Pablo, guys. Right. I know. Yeah. I get tired of saying that. I'm just like, hey, what's up? You know, you should, you should sell band t shirts to say Pablo's Great Revenge. And then underneath it says, I'm not, I'm not Pablo. Pablo. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Me nombre is as not Pablo. <laughs> as no but yeah, so it's a, a it's a kind of a, a, a tip of the hat to my grandpa, who was a musician as well, you know. Because growing up, we used to go to uh, Bailes. Yeah, they're called Bailes. Like these dances, you know, these. Uh, uh, we go to the Legion and Rochester and Napanee and different places. My grandpa would be up on stage and um, we're little kids. We'd pass out under the tables. They have the tables there and they'd stay out so late that the kids would get tired. They're like, dude, just fucking sleep under the table. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Every, the adults are still sitting there drinking or partying. Yeah. We go under the and now, table and just now drink. the roles reverse. Uh, I, mean, I said we go under the table and drink. I meant like <laughs> sleep. <laughs> go on the table and drink. <laughs> right, but no, it was it, it was one of those things where we didn't know how uh, uh, we don't, I don't know. We just had a good time. We were just like you know this is fun. We're just running around the whole time. So what's changed the the pace here a little bit? Let's go slow and boring. What's your favorite place to perform besides the bedroom? If you call that performing. 
Are you saying the bedroom is uh, boring? Your bedroom. <laughs> oh, you've been there then? Sure. <laughs> I spice it up when you're, I spice it up. I spice it up when you're gone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So my play, uh, my favorite place performing right now is Haymarket Tap Room in Michigan. Um, we've developed a really good friendship uh, with the owner and all the staff there. Um, I like that one. I like that place. Oh, it's just, and the pizza is just amazing. We, we we always get the Bad Dragon. Yeah. And the Bad Dragon pizza, nobody knows this, but I'm going to say it. No, I'm not. I'm not going to say it. All right, I'm not going to tell you where the Bad Dragon derived from. I was going to, but it's a business. <laughs> I'll tell you guys off camera. All it's right, funny cool. as hell. It's you guys are gonna fucking you guys are gonna crack up, but I can't. I uh, you know what I mean. It's yeah. one of those things where the bad dragon developed from uh, a personal uh, a story. Why don't that, you go drink some more of that stout? Right, then, right. <laughs> give us the scoop. You, we can't tell the audience, but because uh, I think that nowadays if they they'll put a Yelp, uh, they're like, oh, I heard where the bad dragon was. Um, it's funny though, and okay. you guys will appreciate it. There's um, uh, the Haymarket is right by um, what's that place? We just had it, but it closed down. Greenbush. Yes. Yep. Greenbush, Greenbush and yep. Greenbush has the tap room right across the street. My favorite places to go. Check out that, and then go right over to the Haymarket is like usually where I go after because I love that place too. That's yeah, like Haymarket. Sawyer, awesome. Sawyer, right? Yeah. Oh so, no, uh, uh, that's in Bridgman. Bridgman. Haymarket's in Bridgman. Oh, so it's probably like it's ten close. minutes away. It's, it's, yeah. I go to the. We go to Waco Beach when we go. Yeah, that's so literally. That's so, that's you're, literally three, so you're close. Haymarket's close to Transient. That's where Transient is. No, uh, Haymarket is three quarters of a mile to Waco Beach. Yeah, and then Transient's up there, I think, in Tapestry Brewery. Might be right there, yeah. uh, downtown Bridgman. Bridgman, yeah. Um, but yeah, I love it there. And then, literally, uh, uh, my second place, uh, best place to play is probably Round Barn Winery. I love. Oh, I Round love Barn. that place. Yeah. So uh, we would, I developed a friendship with Matt, who's the owner of uh, Round Barn, and uh, nobody, not everybody knows what I do for a living besides music, but I do uh, uh, construction as well. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about uh, Matt was like, "Hey, you know what? There's this building that we have. It's a uh, in the Union Pier. It's the tasting room. It's a Round Barn tasting room. They needed a, a new roof, and uh, I said, "All right, you know, I do I do roofs, so." Um, I did a metal. They already had the metal there and everything. I did a metal roof for them, and uh, they uh, uh, they're like, "All right, well, hey, uh, could you paint the building as well?" So right now I'm there painting their building, uh, Union Pier building as well. So nice. But he also offered me a a, a full time uh, job there, a maintenance job. He said, "He said, hey, you would be like the second head of maintenance. I think his father in law is doing." head of maintenance right now but he said uh you know i'll offer you whatever you want or whatever let me know what you fair want fair wage right right a fair wage um benefits and you get 50 to, pesos uh, yeah yeah it's not <laughs> a fair <laughs> wage for a man not a fair wage <laughs> um but no it, it's 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 weird because i didn't know that matt knew a little bit of spanish and he does have mexicans working for him uh, uh and somebody was like, dude, like Matt knows Spanish. I was like, what? I didn't fucking know that. So I like, I was like, damn, I felt bad for talking about him one time. No, I'm just kidding. I never talk about him. <laughs> talking bad about him in Spanish. I, sometimes, <laughs> I, sometimes I love it when I, 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 I'm able to hear conversations. They think they're being like 
oh, the gringo's not, you know, he doesn't know what we're talking about. I'm just like, uh-huh, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> and then I walk away and I just add a little thing to their conversation. <laughs> right, right. But no, it's like uh, uh, those two places are, we play in Michigan all the time now. I mean, I and, it, and it does, it, it does suck because then you go back to Plymouth and then there's like not a big following anymore. I mean, mm-hmm. literally we played at the Moose and I was like, dude, this is like, Week, you know, get I mean, some more no South way. Bend gigs in Mishawaka, right? Maybe South Bend too, man. There's a there's a couple places to play where like some of the locals, Buddy Pearson, and I'm sure I can get you play. a spot at Iron Hand Winery. They do live music. Iron Hand mm-hmm. or was it a distillery or what's it's a winery? That? It's a winery. Okay. Right the and then the Hop Station. I'm sure. Have you played there yet? No, I actually we talked to the uh, owner for the Hop Station. Uh, my keyboard player knows the guy, so. Um, we do uh, do bare hands every once in a while, and the thing about our music too is like uh, uh, we aren't playing for exposure anymore though either. You know what I mean? We've already ex- yeah. been ex- you know it's like people are like, hey, uh, why don't you come here for exposure? I'm like, you know, quotations exposure. You know they don't pay you you know uh, at all, or but we're we're past that. You know what I mean? We already we already have uh, uh, we've been in the game for so long that we don't need to play for exposure. Yeah, it's it's fun for people that are uh, just starting off, but for us, it's now you're uh, just picking places we can get good food and drink. Yeah, yeah, you're right, and good money. I mean, we do get paid good money for, uh, and we even play. Uh, what is that? Uh, uh, um, that's an, it's in an Osceola. Used to be, uh, damn it. See, you guys get me a couple warmers? beers, and I'm Bench fucking. Uh, no, it's, it's RBIs. It's Bar Louie, Bar Louie. We play at Bar Louie in too. Osceola. Um, I'm not Osceola, uh, uh, Granger. Granger. Okay. Yep, yep. Like, right there, right next the to the three-floored uh, one, right? Yeah, yeah. They have and three the, floors. Dude, I love that place. Yeah, it's, it's really it's, nice. I gotta say this just because we're talking about places right across the street. R.I.P. Tony, Tony Sackos. Sackos. R.I.P. Man, their pizza, man. I know, man. Really? Fuck. Yeah. All right, so we're moving away from food. Um, everybody wants to know. You brought this up. What is your sexuality, and why are you so proud of it? I'm you brought so, it up, dude. So now we got to talk about <laughs> it. I'm actually, uh, I'm pansexual. Hell yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> like, hell yeah. I knew he'd probably, no, actually, uh, uh, I'm straight though. I mean, I have a girlfriend, you know, I've, I've always had girlfriends, but, uh. Stop bragging. <laughs> but no, I have Since a, I was I have born, a, I came out with a girlfriend. No, but I That's am. That's his sister. I do. He twins. <laughs> Yeah. I do have girl. I have uh, uh, I have friends that are gay and friends that are you know identify as different. Uh, you know, it's hard to keep up with nowadays. Absolutely. But uh, I I do have I was a lot say of friends. Species for a second. Oh, right. oh my god! And um, you know, I'm proud of being a, a straight male. Uh, canceled. Heterosexual. <laughs> canceled. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah, why you don't get gigs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can't have gigs anymore. <laughs> no, but uh, no, I am proud of it. I mean, and um, it's just one of those things that nowadays it's like you know, some people have to be careful what they word themselves like as or with. You know, what I mean, and it, it and I don't think you need to be careful as careful as people think. You know, because you're not homophobic if you say you're heterosexual. I mean, some people might think you 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 know they're like, all right, you're home, you're homo because you identify as this or that but I think that a lot of people just don't realize 
um, that it's not bigger than that. You know what I mean? It's, it's more simple than what people think, you know? Yeah. I think people like to complicate things too much. Right. And I also heard that you're trisexual. You like to try anything. <laughs> not, <laughs> anymore. not anymore. Speaking of that, is, that, anymore, is yeah. that why you perform at the wagon wheel? You just try anything over and over and over again, around and around? Why do you keep going to the wagon wheel? What is the wagon wheel? Playing the it, wagon wheel. It's a it's a, club, a song, right? No, playing the song. Wagon oh, but there's also isn't it in like uh, Warsaw or something? The wagon wheel. I've never go there. No, uh, I. The question I, was that. All I right, wrote, I'm gonna try to think of yeah, what he said. No, Maybe yeah. he has some notes. No, going he had on nothing. Over there. Yeah. So the question right. that I wrote down was, why do you keep playing wagon wheel? Oh, okay. But I thought he's, but I because it says perform wagon wheels. I thought you were performing at said no he, venue. That's a uh, he performs wagon wheel. No, that is a, a good he's question. A, he's because, a Hootie and the Blowfish fan. That's what it is. Well, oh shit, he thinks it's Hootie and the Blowfish. All right, Darius Rucker. No, it's an old the, Crow Medicine Show. Yeah, it's not the original. All right, okay. <laughs> yeah. but I, mean, I think I even know. before then. It's, it's probably like a Bob Dylan song, I think. Yeah, or something probably. Like. Yeah. I, it's weird because, you know, you can go on the list. Yeah, like, and then I before can... that, it was Julius Caesar. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, uh, they didn't have wagons. <laughs> no, but the reason why I perform uh, perform Wagon Wheel, um, and like a lot of musicians are going to be like, dude, I fucking hate Wagon Wheel. Everybody does. Like, It's one of those things where... It sounds like a, cl- a crowd pleaser. Well, it's it the, is. It it's, is. And it, it's also you're right. a meme where they go, all right, and now here's Wagon Wheel. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it is. It's it's one of those things where somebody requests it, or they're like, "Dude, seriously, we play wagon wheel." I'm like, "All right, you know." And uh, it's a people's song. It's a song that people know. Yeah, it is. It's I mean, a great it's, song, though. I just like giving them shit. Okay. Yeah, but you know what I mean, though. It is one of those songs that people know, and they ask, you know, they ask us to play. And uh, I uh, make fun of it because when Darius Rucker plays, plays it, he he. His enunciation of one of the things is really tight on something when it, it's not very phonetically great. So I, it sounds like he's saying the Colorado Rockies. I'm like, why are you talking about baseball team? Right. <laughs> In the middle of this song. <laughs> right. So, yeah, it's it's uh, uh, there's a lot of songs that uh, we get. Not we. I mean, like everybody, any musician gets criticized for playing. And uh, it's just one of those things, you know, it's like, uh, what do you choose? What do you what songs do you do? Um, what songs are too cheesy? What songs are this or that? And people like to try to put you in a category for playing, you know, certain songs that they think you shouldn't play. I mean, there's also uh, other things about musicians. Our friend Buddy Pearson just posted on Facebook, "Hey, why why are musicians wearing shorts? This is so fucking like it was basically like bullshit that people were wearing shorts to play music." And uh, uh, I really think that can they not? I don't. I don't really don't uh, like wearing shorts to play music. Um, but he thinks it looks sh- like shit, like cheesy. You know what I mean? And I think it does. I think it kind of does. I mean, but uh, I don't give. Sh- I mean, if somebody's just they're local, they're not famous or nothing. Who gives a shit? You know what I mean? They're they're I don't doing care the same if they are famous If they just want to wear shorts, I mean, dance, Gavin. I think I don't think it looks. So, I think there's a certain attire that makes you look stupid or like like shit. And well, I think have shorts. You seen bands in the seventies? Shorts. <laughs> it just it, it kind of makes you look like you're not. I don't know. You're like you don't give a shit. So, you're just like professional. So this is this is what I okay, too so casual. I just it realized. Is, I, I just realized that I did see recently one of my favorite bands, Dance Gavin Dance. The screamer wears shorts. And I think a lot of the band does whatever, but 
he was wearing the shorts, but he also had like these customized Crocs too. And so he, he he's just a goofy dude. So like when he's wearing the attire, he's you know he's wearing whatever makes him feel comfortable because his lyrics are always just weird. And so it just fits him. Right, you know right. what I mean? Some people are just like okay, but him it looks perfectly correct. You know, but a lot of butt rock. It's a lot of butt rock bands around is here. That, is that because it looks weird? Like they're all butt rock bands. Is that, okay, yeah. is that male centric though? I mean, like this. Female artists that wear shorts, oh, show out their legs. Oh, Beyonce like, wears yeah. like shorts. I think shorts. it is. It's male, like you're saying. No, yeah, there is a, a difference. I think male is wearing shorts. It just the uh, like my cousin Nate. He said, my cousin Nate when he was alive, he said, uh, uh, I don't believe that men, like grown men, should wear shorts at all. Like I, he feels like men shouldn't. Men don't look like men wearing shorts. Like they just look like kids. He said, "Kids, shorts or kids, uh, kids attire." And then, and then you look at somebody, and you're like, "All right, like I'm looking at you guys, and I'm like, yeah, they look I'm like wearing children. shorts yeah, right now. They look like children. You I know? just don't want to <laughs> steam myself." I'm just kidding. You guys don't look like children, but uh, I certainly I look don't. like I'm going to Miami. I certainly don't. <laughs> but you know what I mean, though. It's like uh, uh, it's a like certain. Uh, 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 Makes them look like adult teens or whatever. Yeah, it kind of does. You know what I mean? Like you guys are, uh, you know, it's like you're. L- Way laid back, uh, but when you're playing music, it's a, it's almost a profession. Would uh, the style have anything I to do with that. that though? I mean, like Jack Johnson, if he's and Jimmy he Buffett, wear, he wears shorts. Yeah, Jack Johnson. Probably Jack Johnson. Does, right? he sounds Jimmy like you'd wear like board okay. shorts, right? Like, so right. like you're right. Your style of music, you know, your audience yeah, is I think like it's Caribbean, style. you know, or laid yep. back uh, ukulele stuff. Yeah, like shorts is gonna. Your be... style. Uh, you're right. It's probably a style thing too, maybe. But uh, I just think even if it's a thin pants, like white thin pants, I wear the white pants, dude. So uh, so it's like not like white jeans, but yeah. white pants, um, like white chinos or khakis. And then like with the sandals or something, yeah. you know what I mean? So it's beachy. It's got that beachy vibe, but it's not formal. It's not beach. the fucking uh, shorts. It's formal beach. Where your balls are fucking. I feel like okay, so shit. I guess I feel like what you guys are saying, like in your realm of musicians. Um, it's kind of like if you go to work, you're like professionally, you know what I mean? It's like pants. Yeah. Like stuff like that. Like me, I wear shorts and everything because my work is like whatever, you know? It's not like I'm not a professional person that has to wear pants. Yeah. So, but if I was like in the office, I'd have to wear pants. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like if you're being professional, I guess I kind of see it that way also. It, you seem a little bit more amateur and like more like you're not going to make it because you look a little bit less. Like you give, like you don't give a shit about. Yeah, that. yeah. It's a, maybe yeah. The level, like you're just up there. It's you know? a level thing, thing, like you're saying. Like in the beginning, local may, no talent. Maybe it's okay to wear those shorts because that's what you got. And yep. then as you start getting bigger, but you're not big yet, you want to look professional so you can get to that level that you are a professional, and then you can just choose your aesthetic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Then if you want to go, right, go back right. to your shorts, you can because that's your aesthetic. Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. true, true. Yeah, yep. you got. So yeah, you have to you have to grow from a level. Fucking pants. Yeah, yeah. Shorts, then pants. Then, then shorts. What you want. Yeah, do Dude, whatever, then the, it's whatever you the fuck you right, want. Right, right. I know. Yeah, exactly. You want to come out it. in a fucking like, army gear, you can. <laughs> right. All right, all right. We'll start rounding it out. So the final question. Yeah, final question. Is, uh, we'll, yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> all right, so the final question for you, Joey, is when is your Create Change event? And it's for a great cause. Can you explain further about it? Yeah. Um, it's September 24th. Um, it's in Plymouth, Indiana, River Park Square. The cause is for a kid who has brain cancer. 
He's actually, uh, what do you call it, rem, on a rem, uh, remission? Or a, remission. Yeah, yeah, remission. See, you guys get these beers in me. <laughs> Can't even say remission. He's like, <laughs> right, right, right. We'll make it sound like you said it correctly. Right. So go well, ahead and re-say it again. I'll just, I'll just copy it now, over and over and over. They're not. <laughs> you guys are not going <laughs> to. Go ahead. I don't see you guys <laughs> editing any of this shit. So Okay, so go ahead and repeat what you said, and then we'll make it sound like you said it. <laughs> um. So yeah, the concerts for uh, Ollie uh, Gothier, I think that's his name. Um, I don't know how sp- their last name is kind of fucked. All right. Look at that scared right here. All right, you gotta fucking edit this. Shit. I'm not editing. That's it, man. Please, I can't. Like, I can't laugh for the kid that has cancer. <laughs> yeah, you better pay me. <laughs> Okay, dude. All right. All right. All right. Come come back. You're. You just got done making fun of someone with cancer. (laughs) If it wasn't clear, audience, he was making fun of a cancer kid. (laughs) He's still going. All right. All right. All right. Everybody. Goose Raba. So yeah, I have this. uh... (laughs) Damn it. This guy's over here fucking vaping and shit. I can't Whoa. fucking. You can't take you serious right now. <laughs> Have shorts on. All right. The <laughs> great change of great yeah. change event. <laughs> great, great change. Great change. Get that great change. Throw some people in crates or throw change. Yeah. <laughs> but right. yeah, it's create change event. It's uh September twenty fourth. Um, it's for this kid who has cancer. Uh, he has brain cancer. His name's Ollie. And uh, my friend Chris, he actually invited me to an event they had in Michigan. And it was a few months, more than a few months back. It's been several months now. And nobody showed up. It was fucking, it it was unfortunate. I mean, they expected a lot more people there. So I said, hey, you know what? Let's do something bigger for him. Let's do something bigger for the family. And uh, September 24th, we're having four bands. Um, we got New Groove. They're opening up. Alligator Blackbird. They're joining. Um, I don't know if you guys have. I think everybody, you you know, anybody that's over <laughs> fucking 25 years old has heard of Alligator Blackbird. Um, Fabian Guzman and the guys in my band for Pablo's Great Revenge are in Alligator Blackbird. Midwest Hype. They open up for uh, um, Sublime with Rome. They open up with them. Dirty Heads. They've opened up for all those guys and there's another band called uh um chicago loud nine they're from chicago really good group they have a, a horn section and everything it's gonna be awesome i mean it's gonna be for a good cause uh the kids in remission right now which is fucking badass and uh that's all anybody could hope for and i think that it's gonna be a good event and hopefully it's a good turnout you know we have ticket sales online on uh, Eventbrite, and we also have uh, physical tickets at uh, Karma in Plymouth. So, and I think we're gonna be there. Sure, I don't know. One of us will be. Yeah, I don't know. You guys? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Are we? You guys need to be there. <laughs> this yeah. is us asking him right yeah, now. Yeah, you guys need there? to be there. You guys just be there for. I don't want to be. Uh, yeah, it bet, that's the word I want to need. 
I'm down to be there. Be, oh, for real, you guys be VIP. There, like, I want to be on uh, stage. I, I, no, seriously. I, I mean, I think this is an event that yeah. you guys should be at, and uh, maybe even uh, interview uh, some of the band uh, band members. That'd be fucking awesome, dude. So get them on the show. Yeah, we're not bringing equipment. They can come to us. <laughs> right, right. No, for real. Even after or whatever, you know what I mean. So I think that it'd be a it'd be really cool for you guys and really cool for uh, the whole community yeah it sounds like a good cause man it's awesome um and one last time what's the date for that uh september 24th uh doors open at four it's five to ten when the music starts but uh, we're gonna have food trucks um we're gonna have food trucks we're gonna have uh, a beer so you guys should definitely be there for that because <laughs> i know you guys uh we might even have uh we're gonna have a uh, beer from haymarket Hopefully you don't have this and. beer. Yeah. <laughs> well, tell us about that beer then. Yeah, so I, I, I'm i going to give it a two. It didn't get better as I drank it. It just literally stayed the same and nothing was great. Uh, I thought it was barely above average. It's watery. I On Untapped, I call it watery and flat. The Bud Light of Marzen's. That's exactly what I think it is. It's an Oktoberfest for like if you're gonna if you're gonna be at an Oktoberfest and you're gonna be like that's all they're serving for the six hours that you're gonna be celebrating, then it's perfect because it's low in ABV, it's watery. You don't have to like worry about getting an overloaded taste and stuff like that. It's just barely there. <laughs> yeah, I I agree, man. I just think I think we would have been okay if we just didn't even drink it. I was. I was really actually looking forward to a good Oktoberfest, and I was shut down very hard here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's cool. I wish it was a little thinner, but obviously Marzins are not. They're medium-bodied. So. This one's not, though. This one's a light body as fuck. Yeah, I felt it was medium. I've tasted the amber and everything. The best part about this whole beer is the label. <laughs> I don't even like the label. You don't even like the label? It's a warthog. What's the like about that, Bruce? I don't know. It's drawn quite well. Colored pretty good. He looks like he's angry that this beer was not as good as yes. <laughs> so, Joe, what do you think about this beer? Give us a rating. Um, I feel like uh, this beer is really watery. It's kind of uh, Nile Nile River ish. Um, I feel like something's gonna come out and you know snap me in the face. Not, not flavor, no. <laughs> not flavor. Yeah, but no, it's just it's real watery and it's just a uh, uh, kind of rusty. Uh, you know, I feel like I'm gonna die after I drink this thing. Uh, if I if I if I drank this instead of water for a living, I feel like uh, my life expectancy would be about you know 42 years old, and I'm 41. So, and so what, what would you rate it from? I would rate it about uh, two. That's what I gave it. Yeah. And so with that, let's go ahead and hit the next sponsor. Indiana Whiskey Company, located at 1115 West Sample Street, South Bend, Indiana. Open from Monday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. It's a sampling room, but you can also purchase whiskey, bourbon, flavored whiskeys like chocolate and maple, which we have tried on a past episode. So go give Indiana Whiskey Company a visit in South Bend, Indiana, or you can find them at your local liquor store. And if they don't have it, then ask them to carry it. Sign up for a tour at inwhiskey.com. Yeah, yeah, boy. Uh. 
I can face it all, I'ma face it all I'ma take everything I see, throw it all in my mouth Like I'm standing on the tallest building, man Doing what I can, trying to jump off now Cause I'm the motherfucking man Doing what I want, and I do it when I want So you can stand there if you want in the front But I'm gonna bust a... Ha, you know what I was uh, about to motherfucking say But I ain't gonna say it Cause I am about to censor this shit Like you on YouTube And when I do this Then you know that I can And I'm looking at Joey And he looks a little hoey And he looks a little snowy Cause he got it on his nosy And I love it Yeah, 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 yeah Free beats, no copyright Face it all, free type beat 2022, trap beats, mental, you good Beats provider on YouTube YouTube Welcome back. Welcome, Welcome back. back. We uh, are here. We had a little musical interlude off air. It's pretty cool. We went live, so go check that shit out on our social media. Also, we have the next beer and the final beer. I know. We're all sad. It's Slang Du Jour Blackberry Cobbler from Drecker Brewing Company. Sour, smoothie, pastry, 7.3% ABV, not available IBU. 2,900 check-ins for a 4.31 average. Drecker Brewing Company is a microbrewery from Fargo, North Dakota. Style guide says, This blackberry cobbler, Sour a la mode, is jam-packed with an obscene amount of blackberry and then crumbled up with our choice cobbler treatment of granola, brown sugar, cinnamon, lactose, and vanilla beans for that fresh out-of-the-oven flavor we just can't get enough. Blackberry. Graham cracker, cinnamon, thick, smooth. We got this one from Devor, not citywide. So you're going to have to get onto the Devor app to get this beer or be somewhere that distributes from North, Car- North Dakota. All right, everybody. What's your first thoughts on this beer? Juicy. Cinnamon and foamy. I don't know. I have a lot of head. I can't get to it yet. It's good, but I actually wish it was a little bit colder. 7C is letting me down. What about you uh, there, Joey? Um, I feel like it's uh, like a... Reminds me of uh, my grandma's fucking mulberry tree, actually. Okay. Um, the tree or pie? The tree. Is there a pie? Um, so it's woody and... Mm. I, l- I really like it. I, uh, I, don't, I don't like too many of these beers that have a fruity flavor to them. But it's decent. I mean, it's uh, something that would probably give me diarrhea. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's a laxative beer, you know. It's got a lot of fiber in well, it. <laughs> the, the, the nice thing about the... Fiber myalgia. The nice thing about sour for the most part is that it, they're actually using real fruit. So it's not like fruit flavor. It's just like, it's the fruit. Right. It's always good. No, I mean, definitely that's fucking awesome. But uh, I feel like... Uh, it's one of those beers that is a laxative to me. <laughs> you know it's going to hit you later. It's going to. I mean, like, literally, when I'm walking through the blueberry, I'm going to have to hit a joint. You're going to be shitting blueberries. Yeah. Or blackberries. <laughs> and someone's going to be like, this is the blueberry fest, man. Not blackberry fest. Not blueberry fest. Shut the fuck up. Get to the next mode. Good mode. Wrong, right, wrong, right, wrong, right. Who no 
host, listen to Bruce Trivia, coming at you live. Welcome to Bruce Trivia. I'm your host, Bruce. Today, we have two contestants. First contestant, reigning champ from last week on a 4-0 sweep of our last guest, Honer. Yeah, man, Anthony sucked. Ooh, and what? So you're fucking putting the pressure on? Me oh, like that's that? right, that's right. Anthony, Anthony that. has said that he's going to challenge him again, and he said he will <laughs> not be swept ever again. So he has a hundred dollar bet with Honer that Honer oh, can't even shit. get. He's going to sweep, sweep Honer. Like, but oh. he's no, yeah, even one. Not oh yeah. my god, $100 bet. Yeah. yeah, so I'm gonna win. I can already tell you. Yeah, I already know that. <laughs> so, since you're filling in for home, I mean, never mind. I was gonna say it's your bet now. You have to sweep Honer or you owe I'm not dollars. betting anything, actually, because I know I'm gonna lose. <laughs> yeah, like, I lose a lot too. I'm not a trivia person. Like, like you know how like uh, you see all these trivia, everybody's like, hey man, you should come to trivia. I'm like, dude, I don't know if I can go. He's not trivia night, he's karaoke night. Oh, uh, that's right. Yeah, oh. for real. So we're gonna That's play the I mean. we're gonna play the feud. You guys are family, yeah. kind of. We kind of are actually. Yeah. I guess we've so. been grew up like uh, I love his family. Plymouth, like Plymouth family. as a family. Yeah, for real. Well, he's like, been he's known my family, brother Joe yeah. and Melissa. I mean, dude, I've been yeah, like I've known family them forever. Them forever. Seriously. So you got your buzzers. Everyone knows how to play the so feud. So what do you do? Oh yeah, you just, it's the feud. Oh yeah, okay, cool. okay. Everyone else, I don't even have to explain it anymore. That's save some time. <laughs> That's great. All right, so I, I'm your. Your host, I'm all suave. I give giving you both kisses. Thank like you. The host always you. does, you know. And we're gonna go. All right. Wait, I have one more question. 12. All right, these buzzers, they're hooked up to a device that you have. No, no they make a noise. They're physical okay. in this real okay. world. All right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. So we asked the hundred adults, name something special a restaurant or bar might do on certain nights in order to draw in extra customers. Honer. Cheap beer. I will give you a stretch on that one. Hell yeah, already. Uh, happy hour was the second number two answer. So you can steal. I was going to say that. You can steal it. You can give me the number one answer there, Joey. Cheap pussy. Hey. <laughs> what restaurant is that? What do, you wish to, what do you wish to play or pass here, Hunter? <laughs> I'm gonna pass. I want to see. What, I want to see what else he can come up. All right, so you have three strikes. Oh, shit. Clear the board, and you win. If not, he has a chance to steal. But if he doesn't steal, you win this one. That's why it's always dumb to pass. All right. But that's why he loses a lot. So, name something a restaurant or bar might do on certain nights to, in order to draw in extra customers. Blacks only. <laughs> I didn't even know how to respond other than <laughs> you're canceled. <laughs> What? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so strike number one. <laughs> Should be three strikes on that one, but I'm just going to give you one. <laughs> All right, Joey. Name something else that a restaurant or a bar might do in order to get extra customers. Um, I think... <laughs> <laughs> I have to answer? Yes. You got two more strikes. <laughs> Is there a time limit? You shouldn't be allowed to answer after that question, but yeah, we'll go on. Well, I mean... I'm friends with everybody, so <laughs> I think that everybody that's listening to this will know it's fucking hilarious. Yeah, we get it. Right? <laughs> You're like, we get it. No, but uh, I think uh, food specials. That'd be happy hour. That would, nope. Oh, that's beer. Yep, that's the number one answer. Good job. Okay. So you got three more answers to clear the board. You have two strikes. All right, something a restaurant would. Or bar. Right. Um, Damn, that's a fucking weird question. It's a hard question for me. Because it varies from restaurant to restaurant. I know, right? It's not all the same shit. 
Right. But you remember they asked a hundred adults, what are these random adults saying? That's what you got to get in the mind of. Did you ask them? No. <laughs> okay. You just like found a survey online. Correct. All right. All right. <laughs> All right, but what's yeah? That's my second job for the podcast. I go out interview asking these dumbass questions. Hundred people. Oh, you're number ninety nine. Thank you. I could see that. I can too. Um, I'm gonna say karaoke night. I'm gonna give you a stretch on that one. Live music slash karaoke night. That's the one I was gonna say. You still got two more to go, my friend. Two more to go. But as many as you get means less chances for him to steal. You already said it'd be respected. Yep. Fuck. Really? Um, Latino night. Like Mexican night. Like yeah. All right. <laughs> two strikes. This is racist, too. <laughs> oh, this is the racist button? Like, <laughs> racist. That just means you're wrong. Wait, wouldn't, yeah. that, wouldn't that just be, because he said blacks only, that'd be Latino yeah. only? <laughs> <laughs> I meant, like, you know, like, they do, like, a Mexican night, like, a Mexican You're going to do a gringo night, night now, too? Yeah. <laughs> Some people do. They draw you in with a Mexican taco night or something. You know what I mean? It's so. true. I like those. But you didn't say it that way. Right, right. Well, that's what I meant, Mexican You didn't night. say taco night. Right, right. <laughs> taco Tuesday, come on down. So I'm, I, You still got two been? strikes? What the two hell? spots to go. How? How could this? Okay, all right. Um, uh, sports uh, first. Should be on the list, but it's not. What Three strikes? A fucking sports. Okay, list? so he said food specials, happy hour, and sports. Live music slash karaoke. And sports. And sports was wrong. Yeah, but wrong. And then racist so, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not racist unless it, you're interpreting it. Is that? Oh shit! That means you're <laughs> interpreting. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> all right, so. All that, all that, all that, all that. <laughs> He's gonna think for a while. Hell it's okay. yeah! I, it's when I edit, it's when I edit it, it's gonna sound like he answered right away. <laughs> <laughs> right? I'm is. too good. Right. I'm too good. That's what's gonna sound like. <laughs> You're too good. Okay, so food special, happy hour, entertainment. The fuck else is there? I said sports. Yeah, I know, but, but, dude, but what that the hell been is fucking... Um, Racist. music, fuck. happy hour, food. That's what's been said. Trivia. Joe, you win the first round. What is yeah. it? Hey, number three answer. Kids eat for free. Oh. <laughs> I'm thinking of like bars. Right. I know. We're, yeah. It's this restaurant and or bars. Oh, okay. okay that was, right. And then Damn. number four, they do a special buffet like on a Sunday, like brunch. Sorry, I already did better than Tony, then, I guess. Anthony, yeah. yeah. Not two tones. Tone, I mean, yeah. So yeah, you would you sweep them? You're on your way. You gotta get a sweep. Hundred bucks in your pocket. Whoops. Oh, what's no, your answer no. next? All right. We asked a hundred women. Get your hand on your buzzer. That's why you lost. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus <laughs> Christ! I'm that confident. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna slap it from I'm way over confident. here. <laughs> Name something your spouse does to let you know that you're in the mood. Joey sucks your dick. Oh, he said it. He said it. <laughs> Number one answer, kiss, touch your dick. 
Yeah, fucking right. It, it says kiss slash touch, and if you're sucking someone's dick, you're touching them. So therefore, number one answer. You got the stretch. I guess. I guess you're in the mood when you're just going down on that knob. Stretch. Yeah. For me. Anyway. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> they stretch yeah. it out so she can even touch it. Okay. Eating like corn on the cob. All right. So you have to play because it's the number oh, one answer. Oh, damn. All right. We got five answers. So four are left. What's something a spouse does to let you know that you're in the mood to love? Um, she uh, bends over in front of you in the kitchen. Okay. Uh, act flirty. Right. That's on there. Good job. Got three more answers to go. Um, she is wet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, keep going. Keep going for this. What's she hear? I hope your wife or girlfriend <laughs> listens to this one. No, she will. But it's funny though. I hope all dolls are listening. To this only. Um. Man, this is a fucking hard one, dude. I want to hear it again, though. Like, I'm going to hear it for your Name voice. something your spouse or girlfriend does to let you know that she or they are in the mood for love. She winks at you. I'd say that's acting flirty, which you already okay, did. Right, so, right. Uh, uh, yep. two strikes. Yep. Um, she... That's fucking crazy. How many answers are the fucking... There's three um, more. Three more. Three more? Yeah. She wears a fucking lingerie or something. Right. That's exactly what I was going to say. Right. Two more to go. She tells you, she tells you how, how, she tells you how good looking, or she tells you how good looking you are. Today. Compliments. One left, you sweep the board. Two strikes. She tells you uh, what to wear. She, she orders you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. All right, Honer, you got one answer to give. What are you thinking? Name something that your spouse Name does. Name us the answers first. We got kiss goes down on you. We got undress, changing to sexy clothes, acting flirty by bending over in front of you, and in complimenting you on your appearance. Uh, tells you they want to fuck. <laughs> Turns on some... Oh, music. oh, shit. Dude, hey. I didn't think about that. Joe, nice number two wins. Right, round one was worth one. Round worth is two, two. You're winning three to nothing. Round three is worth triple. Honor, you need to win this to tie. Okay. And on your it. buzzers. Name something. Yes. <laughs> I didn't do it, dude. Oh, okay. Name something a rock musician might do during a concert that would look hilarious if a classical musician did the same thing. Honor. Headbang. I'll give it to you. Uh, I'm going to call that <laughs> jump around. <laughs> That's a number three answer. Number one and number two are on the board still. Joe, what do you got? Uh, I'm going to say uh, drink. Drink alcohol on stage. Uh, shit. Now on the board, Honer, do you want to play or pass? I'll play. Ooh, okay. Five answers, one off the board. Crowd surfs. Oops, I'm sorry. That was a uh, dance, dancing on stage and or crowd surfing. What's number? Number five. Okay. So not even close. Um, classical music. Somebody, what a rock musician would do, but if a classical musician did it, it would look, it would look weird. Is the classical music singing? 
It can be, but it's probably more orchestra and sympathy stuff. That's what they're having in um, Taking their shirt off. Number four. You still got the number one and number two answer. Screaming. The number one answer. Oh. Play guitar. They actually have guitars now in those uh, classical <laughs> pieces, but... Do they? <laughs> How many they got wrong? One. Cool. Um, the fuck else is there? <laughs> they don't do much else. Um, yeah. cussing. Probably should have been on there, but right, that's it's I, not. I, I actually I was gonna say that. So, um, rock music compared to classical. Something that a rock musician would do on stage that would look hilarious or weird if a classical musician did the same thing. Uh, fuck it, sing along. Have the crowd sing along with them. All right, Joe. If you or Anthony here, you have a chance to do the sweep and win that hundred dollars. <laughs> Anthony, if you're listening, this could have been you. Name something a rock musician might do during a concert that would look hilarious or wrong if a classical musician did the same thing they just did. Playing a solo. Playing a solo. Rock solo. Okay, I'm gonna give you the. But there's a whole thing about doing solos in classical music right. already. Uh, the answer, guys. I'm sure you guys are gonna kick yourselves. Smash your instrument. Oh, oh, shit. You're right. Honor, that was your Damn win. It. It's now tied. Right. We're going to sudden death. We asked 100 parents, name an extracurricular activity that is good for a child. Owner. Extracurricular? Yeah. <laughs> Curricular? Extracurricular. I'm going to buzz you for time on this. So, extracurricular, which is like... Good for a child. Give me an answer. I'm going to play ground. Playing sports. Number one answer of five. Do you wish to play or pass? I'm going to pass. Dumb mistake. All (laughs) right. Because now, if he sweeps you out, but if he doesn't, you play, and you leave it, and he doesn't get it, you automatically win. So you gave that him that option. I do, because I don't think he's going to get it. Okay. All right, he's confident. Confident, he's leaving that. So I have three answers. You have one answer in of five. But I'm saying I I get three guesses. You get three guesses. Yes, right. Instead of just one. So thank you. Um, Extracurricular. We're gonna go with music. Number two answer. Um, So you said sports. We'll go with. I feel like sports is the only one that's even there, right? (laughs) <laughs> like that's like the biggest one. There's no other ones in there. Um, speech debate. That should be on here, but it's not. Theater. The number four answer. Coaching. Two strikes. How much one? He has one more strike. He has yeah. one more strike and two more answers. What? All right. <laughs> He's kicking himself for this I now. Know. He's gonna lose because of it. Um. So after school, right? Extra, extra is what it is. I should just fucking do it. Um, study hall. All right, Joe. Name an extracurricular activity that parents say is good for a child. We have had Dance. sports. Darren Lee Cup is going to get so mad at you. How is it not theater? Theater is drama. Uh, and the fifth answer was martial arts. You won! Give Yay. your victory speech! Give your victory speech! And 
he did win one. So Anthony, you you had a shot. You didn't have it. You weren't here. Victory speech, Joey. Um, I feel like uh, you know I came in this uh, not knowing what to expect, but uh, I feel like uh, I knew I was the you know I knew I was uh, the upper hand right away. You know, knowing him wearing shorts, you know, it was just like not dude, professional. No, it wasn't professional. <laughs> You know, he's got a fucking Seeger hat on. Damn. Lion King, Lion King all over his yep. shirt. He's got Lion King fucking all over his shirt. So it's just, I knew right away I was working for, uh, uh, <laughs> you know, working for gold. So I knew I was, I was good. So. He already knew he won. Nice, nice. So what's, speaking of winning, what do you guys think of this beer? This beer uh, is like a mashup. It's like a mashup of like different fruits, and uh, it's another one of those ones that's a laxative type beer. Um, it's just fucking, I don't know, man. It's real thick and uh, real uh, uh, like if you're drinking like a cider, mm-hmm. or uh, it reminds me of that, you know, like a apple cider or something, but with a, a different fruit. I mean, it, it's pretty decent, but it's just one of those things that where, you know, you better not be uh, uh, away from a toilet for uh, <laughs> half of the day. What would you rate it? I would probably rate it a three, three and a half. Three and a half, sorry. I don't want to, like, I would be three and a half out of five. Because I, I like it, but it's not it's not horrible, but it's just like one of those, uh, you know, it's something a bird would shit out after they drank <laughs> all day. Uh I I agree with you on the score. I'm giving it a three and a half. I find like it it's not for, to me it's not fruity flavored enough. I feel okay. like the blackberry is what it's supposed to be, and that's not very strong of a blackberry flavor. It's fruity as a flavor, but I can't like you said, it's kind of muddled on what fruit it is. And it, according to this, it's only supposed to be blackberry, and I don't really get that. Uh I wish it was a little bit colder. That's not their fault. Uh, it's thick, which I do enjoy. It's creamy. I just feel like it's an everyday pastry sour. So I'm going to give it a good score, but it's definitely not great. Three and a half. Honer? Yeah, so I agree. I Right now, I don't know. I think it's too freaking chonky, you know? I think blackberry is not really my go-to either. I'd rather it be like blueberry or something. Yeah, I don't know. It's not very appetizing, and I'm not like, yearning for more i'm gonna go ahead and give it a 3.25 though i've been yearning for more um i've been yearning all day he has been out of his ass <laughs> oh what you should be yearning for is our our next appearance live appearance where you can come see us and drink with us and have fun is at the festival of beers that's october 8th 2022 at four winds field south Bend, indiana from two to six fifty dollars will get you earning entry at 2 p.m as for a ticket thirty dollars pre-sale tickets We'll get you in at 3 p.m. Day of, though, you're paying $40 just to get in, and you got to come in at 3. The charity is this year, Resale the Rescue, like it was last year, where they give money to help, like, pet rescues and things like that. Live music is going to be performed by Hey Annie. It's a local group, I guess. I don't, I've don't, i never heard of them, but I'm sure they're good, or they wouldn't have picked them. The breweries that we know of that are there, there's going to be a whole bunch of them. I think they said over 50 breweries, but the ones that we've heard or know about, it's 1056. Bad Dad Brews, Bare Hand, Blockhead, Fessers, Crooked U, and E Brewing, Maplewood, Round Barn, Windmill, so many, so many more. Don't forget, Honor, what are we doing this year like we always do at these events? Shit. 
We're going to do a cooler giveaway. We're raffling yeah, off. Yeah, donations. Donations. So half of the charity goes to the charity, half goes to us, but it's a cooler with wheels filled to the brim with beer, glasses, pa- pa- paraphernalia of drinking, shirts, and hats, and what, so many different things. Over $500 worth of value. Come check it out. Buy us a ticket. You can buy a ticket for the festival on Untapped Tickets. It's uh, Michiana's Festival of Beers, put on by Mega. All great right. dudes. They are great dudes. And it's time for the top what? Top 15 cities. Indianapolis, Indiana, Granger, Indiana, Chicago, Illinois, Frankfurt on Main, Hess, Germany, Warsaw, Indiana, Harrisburg, Illinois, Detroit, Michigan, Somerville, South Carolina, Bayonne, New Jersey, Denver, Colorado, Grovertown, Indiana, Charlotte, North Carolina, Balstrop, Texas, Minneapolis, Minnesota, Troy, Ohio, Mishawaka, Indiana, London, England, England, Knox, Knox, Indiana, Drummondsville, Quebec, Canada, Oceanville, Delaware, Monterey, Indiana, South Bend, Indiana, Cooper, Fife, I don't know the country, <laughs> Montreal, I'm going to say Canada, I don't know, Montreal, Quebec, Canada, Woburn, Massachusetts, Plymouth, Indiana, Clemens, North Carolina, Buffalo, New York, Glenn, Massachusetts, Walkerton, Indiana, Darlington, Pennsylvania, Elkhart, Indiana, Gatineau, Quebec, Canada, Santa Uaxia de Ribleria, Alcona, <laughs> again, don't know where that is. I'm sorry to what country you are in. Vesalia, California, Varennes, Quebec, and Canada. A lot of Canada. Thank you, Jeff. Yeah. Fort Wayne, Indiana, and Sacramento, California. Oh, I'm going to skip down to just because Tel Aviv, Israel. Our first Israel. Oh, I thought you said Tel Aviv, Israel. Like Israel. Oh, Tel Aviv. Israel. Israel. Yeah. But I thought you were like... The country. Not, I it's not, it's yeah. real. It's I thought you were surprised. Real. It's real. It's real. All right. So last call, Joey. Out of the beers today, which would you have? The bartender says, hey, you got to go. Last call. One more beer. What beer of the day would you go? Last call. Doesn't have to be your favorite, but just good last call beer. Um, I think the... Uh, is it the scaf? Scafism? Scafism. Yeah. I think that one. 17%? Yeah. Carry you home? Yep. I think so, for real. I mean, like, uh, the other, the second one was kind of watery to me. The third one is, uh, like, a little too fruit-heavy for me. So, the scapism was my uh, favorite of the day. I'm going to take scapism because I was not impressed with the Blackberry, and I don't want a, a light beer to finish the night out. Yeah, same. I think I'm going to go with uh, Nightmare. Yep. All right, so, guest book, we already decided what your favorite was so go ahead and sign it and we'll make some room up on our wall cool put Sounds that bitch good. up on there so just let it, after the show we'll have you sign it put it on there man awesome so and it's time for social media right? socials man so socials and final promotion man uh let us know what's going on give us your promo your social medias anything that you got going on it's your time um create change is uh my facebook uh, page for the event uh september 24th and it's not only going to be for the event September 24th. We're doing uh, something every year from now. Um, is it all right if I name some sponsors for the event right now? Yeah, that's fine. Um, we have uh, anything from Fulcrum Rigging, King's Jewelry, uh, Karma Records in Plymouth, uh, Party Pack. You know, we have uh, a, a lot of these big name sponsors coming out. Um, Auto Park. So yeah, I mean it's a it's a big deal. We have so many sponsors to name right now, but those are the biggest sponsors we have right uh, at this moment: Worldwide Drive Away and uh, some others. But 
yeah, you guys come out uh, September 24th. It's for a good cause. Uh, the doors open at 4. It's 5 to 10 p.m. We have five bands coming out. Alligator Blackbird is reuniting, which they haven't played for a long time. And, uh, you know, Midwest Hype is a fucking badass band. We got a, a Chicago Loud Nine. A lot of people haven't heard them from around the area, but they're just... They're fucking beasts, man. They're fucking so good. And uh, you can follow our page, follow their pages, Spotify's, look them up on Spotify. And uh, I don't know. That's just where to find everybody at. And we have tickets online sale and uh, uh, direct when you come to the show on September 24th. Yeah, I'm yeah. Beer Bandit and Bruce on Twitter and Bruce the Beer Bandit on everything else, including on Tap. You can follow the show on all social media platforms. You also can find our website at drunkwithbuds.weebly.com. Hona? Oh, uh, I am Hona Creations on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. I make dumbass videos for dumbass people like me. And I'm also the social media guy for Drunk with Buds. So if you're talking to us, you're talking to me. Nice. Let's wrap us out. All right. This is Free Hard Disc Track Banger ta- Trap Beat 2022 No Copyright Hip Hop Instrumental by Red Locks Beat on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, look at you motherfuckers staring at my ass Like you won now, but I think I'm a pass And I'm passing all around everybody in the sound And it makes me look like a little motherfucking clown But I'm just hanging out in the town Doing what I do Everybody's smoking, but I know that it's allowed And I want a little quiet So I just go a riot So I do everything I need to do But, uh, yeah I'ma spit some venom and I'm gonna hit him in the man. I'm gonna hit the man low. I'm gonna do a berry man low. Anytime I do it, man, you know what I do, what I do when I be doing it. So every time I spit him, man, you know that it's the truth in it. Goes, yeah, Joey about to piss. And he go, piss. Going, going, piss. Yeah, yeah. All right, y'all stay sexy. Everybody around me, everybody just stay sexy. Thank you for listening, everybody. Goodbye.